0: One of our favourite guests on Feed Play Love is the wonderful Maggie Dent. Maggie is running a series of events focused on helping parents better manage fear, worry and anxiety in children. The events will run in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane and Perth and we have a double pass to each event to give away. It's very exciting. In calming today's anxious kids, Maggie will be joined by two of her favourite parenting experts. They will not only explore why anxiety and associated behaviours occur, they will reveal simple strategies to improve our children's ability to regulate themselves. To win a double pass to the first Melbourne event on the 18th of May, simply head to babyology.com.au and click on win to enter. We'll be giving away tickets to the other cities in future episodes of Feed, Play, Love. So stay subscribed. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This Mother's Day, the idea is that we all get the opportunity to put our feet up, take a breath and forget about the juggle for a while. Once you have a small child in your life, you are constantly juggling family life, work, school, relationships. Steph Adams is a mum and digital influencer, and Samantha Brett is a mum and a news reporter. Together, they have created a book called The Juggle Inspirational Stories for Mums Juggling It All. Steph, Samantha, welcome to Feed Play Love. Thank you. I have to start by asking how you both met. (laughs)
1: <laughs> actually, um, Sam and I met on an on-camera course.
2: A television presenting course. Which she was oh, very fabulous. good at and I
1: was not. <laughs> when we were was very gonna, young. <laughs> it was never going to be my career. Um, and then we sort of – I was actually working with Vogue magazine and we then started collaborating after that. Oh, I was fabulous. doing design brochures for Sam. and I and was yeah. always trying
2: to create something or other. And Steph would be – we was talking about it in the car, book – we'd be so quick at coming up with these things. So we'd we'd meet and then the next day would all be done and we'd go on to the next project.
1: And then as children came along, it became a lot harder. Yes. Now when I do a phone interview with Sam, I've got one child around my neck and another child down by my ankles and, <laughs> you know, it's not as pretty.
2: No, I've got a child screaming, I'm on the phone, I'm on the laptop at the same time and there's spilt things everywhere. So life's definitely changed. But we've been on this journey for years, over 10 years together.
1: Yeah, so often if we have a meeting and we'll be like, Hang on, we'll have to call you back. I'll I'll, I'll, let's reschedule at two o'clock or something. So when the kids are asleep, parents get that, right?
0: Because I remember before I had kids, a friend of mine would just hang out, hang up with me, like at just really random moments. She'd be, we'd be mid conversation, and she'd go, "Gotta go," (laughs) and I was left there going, "Oh my god, what's happened?" But now I have kids, I understand. Yes, there are just times you have to hang up on each other, which is a beautiful thing that you can continue working together, knowing yes that. You know,
1: Or but, it's when, when you go and meet a friend these days with your child, you don't even speak because half the time you're running after that child and the, your friend's running after their child and then you go, okay, it's lovely to see you. You're so nice. Thank you. You look
0: great. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That was a great morning we had. <laughs> and it gets
0: easier, but yeah. Um,
2: Does it? <laughs>
0: yeah. Sometimes, it, especially once they um, can concentrate instead of just running off you know, when they can, mm. sometimes children, yeah. sometimes I have heard the unicorn children will sit and colour in. And oh, really? Yeah. My the sister's got one. Children. Oh, okay. I don't have U- one of those. Mm, I know. They're rare. They're rare. Um, so before this book, you guys did a huge book called Change Makers. The, the ga- Game The changes. Game Changers. Sorry. <laughs> the Game Changers. Similar idea, maybe. Um <laughs> And it's right there in front of me. Thank you. (laughs) Um, That sounded like a big book to produce. You had so many huge names in that book. Um, And I understand that was kind of finishing up at the time when all the family stuff was happening. Is that right?
1: Yes. So basically when we launched the Game Changers, that's when Sam and I realized that we were juggling and struggling and trying to launch a book all at the same time. But you can't plan for when things happen in your life and you can't plan those
2: types. There are the funniest stories. Um, I was nine months pregnant and Steph had a little baby. And when we first did the Game Changers, no one wanted to publish it because we had this interview with this unknown woman at the time called Meghan Markle. And <laughs> somehow we got that interview and we, we were really struggling to, to get bookstores to sell it, but we'd printed it ourselves at first before the lovely penguin came along. And so I had delivered to my house um, about ten boxes of books and there I am with Steph carrying, nine months pregnant, oh. this massive box of books to bookstores. I think Ourself. it was it was
1: just so hilarious because I remember coming over to see Sam and Sam goes, I've got all these books at the front and there were crates of books. And <laughs> Sam was heavily pregnant and I was just laughing going, this is hysterical. I mean, we should write a book about this. The fact that yeah. we're juggling like motherhood and like trying to do our careers as well. So. Yeah.
2: And then I'm reading the early news one morning and I had the book in my hand as I do carrying it around and there was breaking news and it was um, Prince Harry is dating an unknown actress by the name of Meghan Markle. I'm like, I know her. I know her. And I'm holding up the book. (laughs) going, You need to talk about this book anyway. So it all all spiraled from there. Um, I had a baby, Steph in that time had another baby.
1: Yeah, I had a 6 week old as we wow. launched
2: as we relaunched <laughs> with Penguin. Yeah. Um oh we got God. we got more women in the book. We were working 24/7 on the book and we have full-time jobs. Yeah. So we really just started to experience what the juggle struggle meant, but it's funny. I I just I know every time I go out and I see a friend who has a baby or I see someone in the shopping center and I say how's it all going they're like it's a juggle. It's a struggle and everyone that we speak to really uses that word because it is. You're juggling, so many women are juggling their careers, whether they're working part time or full time, their own businesses or whether they're a lawyer or a nurse or whatever they are um, and their kids and their husbands and cooking the food and (laughs) cleaning the house. It's like they're super women. But
1: also I think one of the important points in the book is that we've um, interviewed one of the Gidget Foundation doctors and she talks about postnatal depression and the signs and I think you know a lot of women we try and do everything but it's okay to ask for help yeah and I think you need to you need to delegate
0: yeah so well I'll get to that because you there are um so many women in inspirational women who are doing things that they love in this book and I'm going to ask you um some of the key things that you got out of it um how did you choose the women you wanted to include
1: well, some of them we had already profiled before and then there were others that were just, they had interesting careers like Erica Bartle, she's um started Outland Denim, which is a charity for jeans and they basically support human trafficking in Cambodia. So, you know, that was an interest to us. Like, I guess every story is unique and different and, but they all have a similar theme is that they're all kind of juggling their kids, so...
2: Mm. A lot of the women we know, a lot of the women we read about, and we just wanted different kinds of stories from women really all over the world. So whether they're a single mom or working mums or staying-at-home mums or whether they have one kid or five kids, uh, and we just realised they're all – So different, but yet so similar in that they all told us, we said, what is your greatest achievement in life? And these women, some of them have multi-million dollar businesses, whatever it is. They all say my greatest achievement is my kids. Yeah, I I noticed that. that. It
0: was lovely. Um, The truth about the juggle when it comes to work though, is that it can be painful, can't it? I mean, you had a uh, quote from Serena Williams, you were talking about that in the introduction, I think, where she mentions that she missed her child's first step and that she cried. Um, There is a cost to it, isn't there?
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I guess that's the thing is if you're a mother and you're going off and working and you're you're coming back happier, then you're going to have a happier child as well because you're happier around them and maybe the quality time that you spend with them is going to be a lot better than if you're there with them every, like every minute of
2: the day. But- um but it's funny that we also profile women who don't work, who who choose to stay at home. They feel the same guilt. They feel am I not doing enough? Should I be at work? Should I should I be out there? Should I be doing more? I think all mums, no matter who they are or what they do, feel, feel guilt. And I think the key to this book is we want to say to other women, we're all in the same boat. We all feel guilty. We all feel tired. We all feel messy. Um, we all feel those magic moments. It's all worthwhile, but we're okay. And uh, the one message that I wanted to come out of this book is to say to other mums and dads, when you see other parents out there and they've got a screaming child or they're sitting at a restaurant showing them Pepper Pig on an iPhone, just give them a wink and a nod and just say, hey, we're in this together, you're doing your best, we're doing our best, it's okay.
0: Mm, There's a lot of judgment, isn't there? I'm not quite sure exactly where it comes from because most parents I know just want to support each other, but you still feel it coming through. Um, The mums in this book do all seem to be doing something they love. Um, And some mums are juggling work that they don't love, right? There are some people that have to go to work even though they'd rather stay at home. Do you think that makes it harder to see the juggle as worthwhile like it does come out of these stories
2: absolutely
1: yeah absolutely Mm.
2: i i i do think it's extremely difficult when you have to go to work i know i i i had worked with a lot of these women who go to work and they say what am i here for i'd rather be home with my kids um but the good thing is that those women have since gone on to say well hang on a second if i'm going to take off the whole day to do something it needs to be something i love and i think that those women recognize that and they've gone well hang on it's only worth it if I do love it. And they've managed to change. And I do think that's important.
0: Yeah. It's a good motivator, isn't it? To find something satisfying. If you have to be away from your child, let's Absolutely. make it something that earns money, but also yeah. fulfills you. This might be challenging to answer. What was the most helpful advice you found in the book about managing the I juggle? think that everyone is
1: just winging it. No one knows what they're doing <laughs> and that's okay. No one knows what they're doing, but we're just, you know, everyone's trying the best they can. And I guess if you can instill like good morals into your children and give them lots of cuddles and know that they're loved, and that's the most important. Is there any tips though? Is there anything so, that you've put yeah. into your own life having done it?
2: Aside from winging it, I think that the key is finding your tribe and not being afraid to lean into other women. Stephanie yeah. often speak about this. Ask for help. Other mums know what you're going through. Lean into them. And the women who speak about having their tribe and having their group of mums or their group of friends there for them, even just on the phone yeah. or to send a text or whatever it is, I think that's the key thing. Um, that we've learned, and um, because it, mothers yeah. just love hearing how you've
1: struggled through your day, they want. They're like, "Oh, great! <laughs> I can relate to you." What, I'm you, not your the child only put, one. Your child put toilet paper all over your living room, and then threw the c- remote control down the toilet. That's okay. We and get frozen it.
2: Frozen meals. <laughs> is the key. Frozen meals life. works well. Oh God. For the kids, for you, for your husband. What
0: kind of frozen meal, <laughs> <don't care>. Sam? <laughs> Anything you can pull out quickly.
2: Yeah, and there's healthy options now, so you get a healthy meal. I know um, my two-year-old loves it, and yeah, it's just the way the way of so the future. Do you do you batch cook, Sam? Cook is a strong word in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Microwave is is what we do. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, for Harper, I make sure that I do give her fresh fruit, but the problem is she's the only one now that eats. So I have had to go for the frozen meals in the, in the freezer and we get them out and I'll cook her, 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 meal and then we get them frozen, which is fine. Ah, yeah,
1: all good. Or the fruit packets from Woolworths. Yes, see? If there's anything you want to throw out there
0: that is a worthwhile frozen meal, I'm, I'm quite liking this idea. Yes. But there's got to be some that are better than others, right?
2: You really, okay. Um, yeah, What's your Michelle favorite? Bridges has a whole oh. range. Yep. So you go to the uh you go to Woolies and there's a whole healthy range there. Ah, you've got um, Is that yummy as well? Is that for you time? or the child? No, it's, <laughs> for, it's for
0: me. She <laughs> did say Michelle Bridges. So you know Yeah,
2: it's for me. So that that's is it Just yummy never as well, know. though. Because you said
0: healthy. I'm not sure if I'm convinced. Is it yummy? You
2: need to try them.
1: <laughs> I promise. But you. actually there's a lot of rest of Healthy recipes in the juggle. Where easy, yes, I
2: noticed that, that
1: that you could actually make
2: <laughs> which I, <laughs> I can, have tried and
0: they I can, for the kids. you're going to
1: get a talking to from Steph, you know the, the, that. Don't you? you know that the, the chocolate brownies in there are really good. I've made those and then there's a breakfast cookie which you can also oh. give to your children from Jess Seville and I think there's a few others a beetroot cake.
2: Yeah, and, and for um, birthday parties I love this um a watermelon cake. Oh, I saw that. Oh, Looks amazing doesn't that? it? So, have you um, made that? You're
1: so mean. You know booking? she hasn't. Met, you know she hasn't. I know she's made got no time yeah. to that make it. Utensils? That's okay. <laughs> it's
0: all right, Sam. I'm I'm with you on that one. Um, okay. And did you feel inspired? Because obviously you're both okay. So you've just released a new book. Your careers are going. You know, still charging ahead. Did you feel inspired once you'd actually created the book and spoken to so many other women who are doing similar things?
1: I mean, like, I think some of the women in there talk about, you know, some of the hard things that they go through in pregnancy, maybe miscarriages and that sort of thing. So, you know, I feel like we just, as parents, you feel feel thankful that we have children and that, you know, we love them and it's, you know, it is a joy, even though it is hard.
2: So that was probably... I agree with Steph. I, I think we're inspired to feel grateful. Yes. I really do. Yep. We we, we say, oh, they're screaming and they're this and that, but we have them and, and I, I feel like we're so lucky. We read about so many stories of women who really struggled and, whether they had birth trauma or yep. postnatal depression or, as, as Steph said, miscarriages and just struggling. And then they finally meet their children and they talk about that moment where they meet their kids and every, and time, you you it, every you... time you read it, every time you get tears yeah, because mm. you just remember your moment and you just think, oh, I'm so grateful. Um We've also profiled an amazing woman in the book called Fatma Elzane.
0: Yeah, I've she, met Fatma. She's yeah, amazing. so she's
2: incredible. We went to her charity and we actually um, were there when they were putting together packs for – these are actual women that cannot afford all the newborn stuff that we know we all need and how much stuff you need and how expensive it all is. And she's giving these packs to women in, in hospitals and we just think – you know, how lucky we all are.
0: And she's, mummy's paying it forward. And the charity's mummy's
2: paying it forward. Yeah. That's right.
0: So interesting. Well, it's a um, a wonderful way to celebrate mums this Mother's Day. I hope you both get a really decent break on Mother's Day. Do you have to tell My your- husband always forgets. So Always. do you have to tell him? Maybe we should start writing a list. <laughs> this is what you need to do for Steph on Mother's Day. <laughs> Sam, do you get a decent break? No. no. <laughs> I've right. had a so, break in
2: two years and half is too. <laughs>
0: okay. So if any of Steph or Samantha's uh, support women are out there, their tribe, their families, I want you to get in touch with their husbands. I think they'd like um, a massage maybe. That would that's be what, great. That's yep. what yes. every mum wants yep. Yep. on Mother's Half an Day. Hour just off. An, yeah.
1: Just an hour, even. <laughs> just an
0: hour. <laughs> and Steph will take an hour. <laughs> no, no, whole day. Come on, we're we're putting out a public call here. Um, I hope you both have a lovely have Mother's all the Day. Months. Yeah,
1: all the yeah, mums. Yeah, Have you ever let, left your husband for a whole day, and oh. come back?
0: My husband ladies, didn't know what he was doing. Ladies, I've <laughs> left for a whole weekend. <laughs> hey, my kids oh, are now five and seven, I tell <laughs> oh, you what, it's good. Go, it does <laughs> get better. It does get better, I promise. Well, congratulations Thank on the so book much. and Thank you. happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Thank you. That's Steph Adams and Samantha Brett, co-editors of The Juggle, inspirational stories for mums juggling it all. For information on where you can get the book, head to the notes in this episode. In the next episode of Fee Play Love, we'll be back with Helpline and our resident mothercraft expert, Chris Minogue, answering all your parenting questions. So it, it, there's many different ways of doing it, but if I would just stick to the basics, listening, going in when it's an active cry, helping him to settle. The other thing that I think doesn't get across is that it takes between five minutes and 15 minutes to settle a baby. So it's not a two minute thing and it's not a one minute thing. It's, it's a distance thing. <laughs> Yep. And it's that consistency. And and I think if you stick at it, you will pay. it will pay off. And in a month's time, you'll be in a better place. If you want to ask Chris your questions, you can email them to us directly. The email is helpline at theparentbrand.com.au. Feed the Play Love is produced by Elise Cooper, written and hosted by me, Siobhan Hunt.